<laughs> Did I scare you? listening to the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film did i scare you i am your host jake albrecht i am his co-host and america's littlest brother vin how you doing today vin with what sounded like three ends uh you know as well as uh, a vin with three ends could be i suppose somewhat of a cryptic <laughs> response well for those of you who haven't listened before this is not the podcast where my brother talks cryptically. This is the podcast where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, you selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie you selected? I have selected for us the 1994? Nope, 1992. Oh, two years off. Whoops. This is a fun game trying to guess the year. I was close. Uh, the 1992 Stephen King's The Lawnmower Man, starring Pierce Brosnan. You say Stephen King, Vid, but I've done some research, and New Line Cinema apparently had the rights to Stephen King's story, The Lawnmower Man, and then they had this script called, like, The Cyber Guy or whatever. Cyber Guy. <laughs> and they were like, uh, let's just call The Cyber Guy The Lawnmower Man. And also- then- they used nothing else from the story, and Stephen King actually sued them for it, because he's like, I don't want my name on this. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Well, then, at least at that point, right at the start of this episode, then, Stephen King kind of redeemed himself a little bit, because he's got nothing to do with this movie. Yep, other than getting a fat check from it, uh, from the lawsuit afterwards. Yeah, wonder... He has nothing to do with the cyber guy, or whatever it is. <laughs> cyber man. So from now on, then, when we refer to this movie, it's just cyber guy. Uh-huh. Cyber guy, coincidentally, probably one of my aim handles back in the day. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I wonder if Stephen King has the same kind of, like, feeling towards this uh, movie that apparently was being filmed in uh, in my local town about, like, a millionaire and the death of like a son and something about a cell phone. Finn, you ever go down a long winding path and then at the end you find out it's actually a dead end road and you got to get back. Yeah. Is that where we're at right now? I mean like verbally. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Trying to parse what you were just asking. You wonder if he feels about this movie, how he feels about the movie he is directing currently. I'm going to say I don't think he's actually directing it, though. Yes, literally directing that movie that he was filming in uh, in our hometown. I thought, uh, all right. So I thought he was like they were just using like one of his stories as like kind of like a vehicle to make this movie that they were doing. I believe if you check on IMDb, he is the director as he was for Maximum Overdrive, right? Was he? Yeah. Where was that? Where was that movie taking place? In the the land of the robots. <laughs> I don't know. I've never <laughs> actually seen it. Well, anyways, we're not here to talk about those movies. We're here to talk about Cyber Guy. <laughs> Vinny, what did you first hear about Lawnmower Man? 
Jake, cyber guy. I, w- I refused it's a bit. <laughs> you started it. Uh I man, I feel like the first time I ever heard about this movie was actually its video game adaptation. They had a couple of different ones that of various levels of success, I think. No. No, not at all. They were Super Nintendo games and they were terrible. But there was like a Mac one later that was a uh, a sequel to the movie. Was it? See, I don't know about that one. I just remember the Super Nintendo ones. Didn't it have like nothing to do with the movie though? It was like a bunch of like weird mini games. I think I I vaguely remember our neighbors had the game, so I briefly played it. Was it also just like someone sitting in a chair and getting uh <laughs> cabal symbols shot at them like like the games they play in the movie? <laughs> It could be. Maybe that's why that my mind has been untapped to, like, you know, the f- real realities of this planet. Yeah, I've never seen it, Vinny. Um, I do sort of remember the commercials from the time. And really, it was kind of just they focused on the last couple of minutes of the movie with, like, the virtual face. And as a child, that did freak me out, that image. Right, right. But as we get into this review... You may you may have been fooled. <laughs> yeah, I mean now it looks like someone's doing a uh I don't know, a low grade animation of Zordon. But you ever see the uh the you remember the show Reboot? I do not. Yeah, so it was a lot of like polygonal like characters that would go in and out from like realities, but they're like in like a video game hub space like the Lawnmower Man's, like, virtual reality world kind of reminded me a lot of, like, that show Reboot. Yeah, virtual reality was very popular at the time. This was around the time that uh, Nintendo released their virtual reality system. Do you remember that? The Virtual Boy? Yes, yes. I feel and like the it's... only thing that was popular on it was the tennis game. Yeah, and Virtual Boy, like... They're just like, virtual reality is going to be awesome. Except for the fact that if you look into a virtual boy, I'm pretty sure you'll go blind from watching, like, bleeding red, like, pixels on the screen for a long period of time. Yes, but what a ride until that blindness sets in, Vin. (laughs) Absolutely. I do love, like, old, like, video game, like, paraphernalia and whatnot. We should do a video game podcast someday. I am even less qualified to talk about that as I am to talk about this. But <laughs> in that uh, vein, Vin, let us tarry no further. Let us get into the meat of the lawnmower, man. I guess I should have probably asked you when was the first time. Oh, no, you said you saw commercials. All right, whatever. Screw it. Let's go. Let's go to the movies. I also had a bunch of comics at the time where there were uh, advertisements for it in the back. Wow, it was really that big, huh? Cyber Guy, it was that huge that it made it fucking comic book advertisement. I think they... <laughs> that's not really an indication of how big a thing was. I thought it was. I thought comics were like back in the 90s were pretty huge. I don't know. It was around the time Marvel was going bankrupt. Oh, right. And that was when they were releasing like the, uh, the fucking... The New Mutants and whatnot. Or... or um. No, what, what, where were they? They were like the Extreme Mutants, where fucking Cable was like their leader. You talk about X Force and yeah. proving that yeah, Vinny, yeah. if you ever wanted to start a comics con or a podcast, 
we would be even less qualified to talk about that. It's not entirely true. I had a thousand single-issue comics that I collected at one point and then gave all of them to you for your son. A slut. That's a way that you could interpret the set of events that led to me having them. That's why you have all those comics, of which the, I think you've only read one series, and that was the Superior Spider-Man. Not even that, actually. <laughs> really? You fucking... What, you got, listen, you're sitting on like a gold mine, man. You gotta start reading those. It also wasn't like given to me so much as like, you didn't pick them up from our parents' house, so our mom said, do you want these comic books? I'm going to throw them out. And your brother said he doesn't want them. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> they, gave, they gave me too much of bad memories. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward personal stuff. Vinny, let's get into the meat of this movies. Let's go to the movies, Finn. Boy, I bet our audience is probably like, why the fuck are they stalling so hard on starting this movie? You'll yeah. see. We're out in the lobby and you're talking about awkward personal stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I think the trailers are over. <laughs> That's just how I like it. I don't like trailers anymore. Vinny said, let's go to the movies. Open the door. Let's go. Right, I'm going to do it for you. Let's go to the movies. Yeah. All right. We start in the middle of a New Line Cinema logo because this was scanned weird on HBO Max. <laughs> and then a text crowd tells us by the year 2000, virtual reality will be widespread. You'll be able to enter worlds. Well, <laughs> they're still trying. Give it a third all, Vin. I mean, like, are you ready for the metaverse, Jake? Uh, <laughs> as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> are you ready to just live your life in the metaverse and go to work in the metaverse? Yeah, I have a VR headset, Finn, that I picked up when I had extra money for some reason at one point, And I got motion sickness going on a fake roller coaster on it. And I haven't <laughs> used it much since then. <laughs> Your belly still rumbles every time you look at it. Yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's the sort of thing where it's like, oh, that was fun for 10 minutes. Yeah, they still haven't really perfected virtual reality. It's only really good for, like, there's, like, this virtual chat where, like, you can create your own custom avatar and go and role play in chat rooms and, uh, yeah, you know how those nasty. <laughs> you know how nasty those are gonna get. So it's not getting any less awkward in the movie. All right, interesting. In a secret lab, Pierce Brosnan is telling some army guy that he doesn't want to pump his virtual chimp full of any more aggression drugs because it might <laughs> kill him. <laughs> aggression drugs into a chimp. Yes, we have we have crash landed into this movie. Yeah, it's basically a super soldier serum that's making chips angry. <laughs> and Anyways. it's like you're not getting any benefit either. It's like the chips just keep getting angrier. <laughs> they shoot worse the angrier they get. <laughs> Anyways, Finn, this chimp has a VR helmet on, and he enters this nineties VR landscape of shooting Basic shapes while he spins around a G-Force spinner. Why yeah. the G-Force spinner? We'll never know. That's just how, like, basically it's going to give you, like, the realm of feeling like you were, 
I don't know, like within the world, you're you're free, you're free falling within it. Except like, I guess it makes sense for a game like that that the monkey's playing because he's like flying around. But if you're like trying to run, it's just like I don't feel the sensation of running because my feet are not on the ground. And also, oh my god, I'm a chimp. What's this helmet doing on my head? <laughs> the helmet turned me into a chimp. Anyways, Vinny, we go right into the title credits after he blows up a polygon, and the letters pixelate up on the screen. So he's the lawnmower man. <laughs> For now, <laughs> that title will be passed down. <laughs> Vinny, start that chimp clock. Oh. Back in the lab, the chimps are hooting around at night. And Virtual Chimp has managed to pick his own lock and escapes. We call him Virtual Chimp because he's still wearing a helmet. He's wearing like a RoboCop helmet. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty great. I also like that he's in this like high-tech lab, right, with this G-Force spinner and his virtual reality helmet, and they have a padlock on his cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what... They must have really spent a fuck ton of money on, like, all of the actual equipment. But then, like, their prison system, pretty basic. It's like a veterinarian's, like, office. Maybe in the original skip, like, or script, the uh, chimp shorts out the wires on the lock. And they're like, no, nah, the audience can't handle that. It'll blow their minds. <laughs> Anyways, Vinny, he goes by the spinner and then gets a flash of himself in it, which is hilarious. <laughs> And as he walks further down the corridor, his helmet has a visor that comes down. Then he starts scanning threats like he's a fucking RoboCop. Yeah, like I said, RoboCop hat. Yep. And he does the enhance, enhance trick on a security guard to identify a gun and a security pass. <laughs> it's, it's helmets telling him what to do too which is hilarious because you know the chip himself could not like conjure these thoughts <laughs> no <laughs> so Vinny after he steals the pass he scans himself out and then he's working around the corridors like he's fucking Duke Nukem music included yep and then more security guards call because the alarms are going off that I imagine say chimp escaped <laughs> but Vinny, these feeble guards are no match for a chimp in a VR helmet. So he makes a run for the exit, but oh, he shot last minute. You missed it, though. I did miss it. I didn't. Yeah. Have... yeah. Jake, what's so special about him getting that security guard pass? He also manages to steal the gun and shoot the security <laughs> guard in the head at the same time. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe you missed that. That's like the greatest part of this movie. <laughs> I think maybe I stopped to laugh so hard I forgot to write it down. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally like you just get the image of like the gun in first person view in the VR helmet as it takes out the cop, but I really wish I could have seen that chip on like third person <laughs> just shoot shoot that guy and put him down. Yeah, it's not every day you see a chip blow a guy's head off. That he raises the gun victoriously as he, like, Alan Ivers himself over the dead body. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vinny, this chimp dying for some reason brings Pierce Brosnan out of a deep sleep. Oh, and Pierce Brosnan's earring, even more importantly. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan always looks so cool. And his hair is always so wet. Agreed. Yeah, he's always in or out of a shower in this. 
you know what's funny and i'm just gonna bring it up right now it's like i wonder if pierce brosnan like talked to the directors and like listen i always have to look hot in this movie so i need to at least show up in this movie about 70 percent with no shirt on and always looking wet all right deal this is he was in a 1980s tv show uh, where he was like basically just the hot guy like that was his deal before he was james bond then he was you know fancy british hot guy so when they hired him for this they were like pierce brosnan will be hot <laughs> and he will be wet <laughs> and he's not the only one anyways Vinny, <laughs> he immediately lights up a cigarette in bed next to his sleeping girlfriend wife we never think- know yeah, I'm going to say wife. All right. Everything on the news is about the Persian Gulf War, the first one. Yeah. So he remember, just shuts it off. Remember how fucking popular that was? They made trading cards for that shit. Uh, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I'm just... Just say it, man. It's like it's incredible, like period of time where it's just like the Persian Gulf War, and it really wasn't even like I don't know. Was it really that catastrophic? I I was so little when that happened. It was considered widely a success at the time, which America really loved because it was uh, after Vietnam. Unfortunately, if you like dot 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 to like twenty years later, I guess even it was just twelve years later, we were right back there. Yup. So, let's call it limited initial success into ongoing uh, catastrophe. Anyways. (laughs) Oh yeah, here we go here. Wait till you see the sequel. (laughs) So he decides to wake up his girlfriend wife to tell her that he had a bad nightmare. And she complains to him about smoking in bed. And I'm like, it is very gross. Yeah, I'm not about it. So he gets up in a huff. Probably because he's smoking too much. Then watches his neighbor and engage in some domestic violence next door. <laughs> and the phone rings and girlfriend wife tells Brosnan to stop being a dick and answer it. And some agent on the phone tells Brosnan the chimp is dead. Oh, that's his favorite chimp. It truly is, Finn. That broke his fucking heart. Now, Brosnan is at the lab yelling at the government agent, telling him that that chip wasn't a robot. He was a living organism who constantly wore a VR helmet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was trying to turn him into a human. (laughs) I was going to say, he's mostly cyborg by the end. (laughs) Now, Brosnan tells him he wants to leave the government contract, and the agent implies that maybe he'll get murdered if he tries to quit. Not good. He's like, you just need to get back to it, okay? The next chimp won't escape. We're working on electric locks. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Go ahead. I just like, I just think it's hilarious that going back where it's just like, no way will this like highly intelligent chimp that we've been, you know, subjecting to rage medicine and like, Zero turn in virtual reality is going to get himself out of, like, this prison. No way. Anyways, 28 days later, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> you never give chips rage. Never. 
Alright, Brosnan tells the agent that VR is the key to the evolution of the human mind. And that's more important than chimp soldiers. I wonder if Mark Zuckerberg has seen this movie. Yeah, he's taking notes, you know. He understands, like, how humanity's gonna evolve. <laughs> it's going right back to the Stone Age, baby. Now, the agent suggests that maybe Brosnan should just take a little vacation. And Vinny, we're in a church now, and a landscaper is pulling up. And he immediately starts drinking from a flask. And then when he gets out of his truck, he starts bitching about the heat. Do you want to note the other stereotype about him, Vin? No, he's Irish. Yeah, you better believe this drunk <laughs> who just pulled up to a Catholic church is Irish. <laughs> Anyways, Irish landscaper goes into a shed and wakes up a sleeping Jeff Fahey. Vinny, what's the other really horrifying stereotype about Jeff Fahey in this movie? He clearly is showing signs of special needs. Yeah, I guess that's why they felt comfortable slapping Stephen King's name on this. <laughs> it's just like nobody, nobody loves a mystical person with special needs more than Stephen King. It's true. He's made at least four different stories about it. Yeah, M-O-O-N. That spells, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the Irish landscaper notices a bunch of check marks on a chalkboard next to a Jesus. And he's like, oh no, did my brother have you doing penance all night? Oh man. It's only yeah, the second it... dumbest voice in this movie, Finn. I can't <laughs> wait to get to the best. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, do you think that that, uh, that chalkboard and penance is terrible? Just wait. Yeah. An Irish landscaper unfurls a complicated red-looking lawnmower later and compliments the mm, the Jeff Fahey. I, I have doofus Just, in my notes. I don't love it. Oh, no. <laughs> on his abilities with machines, because I don't want... I don't like... I don't like any of this. I don't like any of this is going. Notes are, your notes are betraying you. Well, I guess this is right after Rain Man, so they're like... I've. It's not like movies are ever that accurate about people with special needs, even when they're trying to be nice about it. Well, people put on your uh, your uh, your ear muffs right now. Jake's going into serious mode. I'm not going to. All right, I'm pulling back out, like trying to get out of Vinny's convo about Stephen King directing a movie. <laughs> All right, so they take it to a gas station to fill it up. Then some greaser comes up to menace Fahey, and Fahey's like, Hey, Jake, that's dangerous, because he's smoking, and I know, that's why I quit, man. <laughs> yeah, Jake, stop smoking. Anyways, the Jake of the movie that's is... That's why Jake's doing edibles now. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm not, Officer Wink. <laughs> Alright, the guy throws a cigarette at Fahey, the Irish landscaper's like, No, no, let's get out of here. Now, Vinny, some shadowy figure is talking to an agent on a TV screen in an empty boardroom later. Did you recognize the shadowy figure? Isn't the shadowy figure Hank? Yeah. I didn't recognize him until we saw him in person, and that's because he's doing the dumbest fucking voice I've ever heard. I see. That was the funny thing, too, because when you see him in person later in the boardroom... You're, I was just like, that's definitely Hank. A more slimmer Hank, that's for sure. 
And then, like, I heard his voice, and I'm like, that voice is not what I was expecting to come out of Hank's mouth. Yeah, he's, like, doing, like, a sort of, like, mid-Atlantic, like, Cary Grant impression, but he's also, like, drawing out every word and, like, doing it in a weird whisper. So be like, let me ask you about how the program is going. <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing, Hank? <laughs> He's like, all we need to do is convince Pierce Brosnan to keep doing it. All we need to do is figure out who is the Walter White. W.W. W. Walt Whitman or otherwise. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Anyways, the shadowy figure says allowances can be made for talent, but Brosnan is going to be back one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how they convince every one of their co-workers to come in yep now Vinny Brosnan is at home doing some VR exercises which seem to be tumbling, falling flying ah the height of mental evolution yeah I, I mean I guess like he's got some weird fascination of like being within like this pixelated world and just like the menu comes up and it's like commence falling commence fluttering what are you doing with your hands <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah and then we see him Vinny sitting in his stupid VR chair moving his gloves around in the basement <laughs> and wife girlfriend comes downstairs and unceremoniously unplugs his shit and Brosnan's yeah. like, never unplug while I'm engaged. Yeah, because I imagine that could definitely damage your fucking mind where it's all of a sudden you're just like, just <laughs> unplug and you're like, what is real? What is real? Well, you know, you have dreams where you're falling and then you wake up and you're like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you imagine like one time he's like, you know, doing like his falling stuff and he's like, oh, yeah. She turns it off and he has a heart attack. I don't know how likely that is, but sure, maybe, Vid. All right, Vinny, she's as cynical about his options in the VR as I am. She's like, what are you, falling, flying? What's next, <laughs> fucking? And Baby. Pretty much all it's good for, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to this day, yeah, that's basically the, like the main reason why people have virtual reality. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Then she gives him shit for not taking her to the city this weekend because he's always in his chair. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then he hugs her and he's like, sorry, right? You hear that? I'm sorry. But also, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, it's like you could go and take yourself to the city and I'm going to sit my ass back down and get my ass back into falling in virtual reality. I mean, even before that video, apparently the falling, maybe for him, leads to fucking, because he tries to hardcore make out with her. <laughs> I mean, like, who wouldn't, like, at least break into hardcore making out with Pierce Brosnan? Uh, she wouldn't, because she would rather go to the, to the city. The city. Fuck. <laughs> and he tells her he doesn't feel like being around people right now. Including you. <laughs> she hears that loud and clear. She tells him she's into reality reality, not virtual reality. And he's like, it's the future. 
It must still be because it's not here. I imagine that this is the conversation that Mark Zuckerberg has been having with people. Yeah, probably with his wife. Yeah, it's the future. And she's like, Mark, like fucking for real, man. Like, take a look at Lawnmower Man. She's like, Mark, come to bed. And he's like, I'm busy, low-key, helping out a coup. <laughs> Anyways, we cut to someone lawn mowing. A man, I'd bet. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but um, John. <laughs> See, he is doing, mm, let's call it his simple jack routine. <laughs> when some kid stops him to check out his lawnmower... And the kid's mom tells him to come over and have some Kool-Aid when he's done. And mm. Fahey Fahe offers him a 3D comic to the kid who I recognized as the last action hero kid. Oh, it is that kid. Yeah, I was like, I, he looks very familiar. Yeah, or if you love My Girl Talk and you know I do, Vinny, the one who max on Veda and uh, My Girl too. He is that fucking kid, you're right. What else has he been in? Uh, I could do one more if it, uh, he said, uh, 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 no, I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, the kids, oh, no way. We already did that. Fahey offers the kid a 3D comic, but he doesn't have the classes. Fahey. <laughs> That's okay. Cause the kid's got his own. So. Yeah. And Brosnan watches the two of them moseying along outside as he drinks a scotch. Just having a. <laughs> A pretty public meltdown. Yeah, I mean, because he'd rather be in virtual reality right now, where he's like, I'd rather be sipping this scotch in virtual reality. <laughs> Just making his instruments all sticky and supports all over them. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, look it, I could just do, oh, no. <laughs> A lot of short circuits, you know. Yep. And Brosnan's father comes... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Brosnan comes outside, and the kid's father comes home and hits his bike in the driveway, and then he gives him some domestic violence for good measure. Yeah, he basically is just like, thought I told you to move that fucking bike! <laughs> right in front of everybody, and nobody does anything about it. Yeah, Fahey and Brosnan look displeased, but neither of them say shit. Yeah, man, they're two grown-ass men. Like, what the fuck? I will not make an addendum to that statement. At the church, the priest is complaining about termites to God and acted all spooky. <laughs> he's going to give shit to Fahey, who's out in his shack. He tells Fahey he's a ward of the church, which has tried to help him with his stupid mind. <laughs> That's a direct quote, folks. Oh, this movie. <laughs> and then he asks, which lesson helps him remember best? Fahey points sadly to a belt hanging up. Then he takes his shirt off. Uh-oh. Yep. Guess and we're the... going to know what that chalkboard was for. Hmm. The priest whips away at him as Fahey cries and tells him he'll remember his chores. <laughs> You've seen a <laughs> horror movie before. You know where this is going. This guy go get dead later. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's usually how shit's written out, where it's just, like, usually the most awful people get it the worst, so. Yeah, no, you have to make them, like, cartoonly villainous so that later you don't care that they're hurt. Right, exactly, because you're just like, well, they've caused the good guy a lot of pain, and therefore yeah, yeah. they're going <laughs> to get their pain back. 
one could debate the uh, morality of being like, but it's okay to hurt bad people. <laughs> I mean, that's why they wrote Dexter, right? yeah and the more the moral compass is a strange thing you see (laughs) the serial killer only kills serial killers of course there's not many of them so you have to imagine eventually he's just imagining that's what they are that's how he gets it up at night you know (laughs) and half of them seem to be related to him in some way (laughs) How people this is get stupid fucking show. Yeah. Man, let's do a Dexter podcast. <laughs> I've never seen the stupid fucking show. I heard it crash landed when it ended, so. <laughs> we'll call it the not so dark passengers. <laughs> Anyways, the priest. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> Broston and his earring are smoking and drinking in the basement later, and his girlfriend wife comes down to tell him she's leaving him. And also, drinking doesn't help depression. And also, Pierce Brosnan does not give a shit. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. I know it's not good for my depression. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> he's like, maybe I want to make it worse. Glug, glug, glug. He's like, I guess you've never heard of self-harm. Anyways, later at the shack for the religiously abused, Thingy <laughs> is doing some penance and marking it down on his chalkboard. And then Brosnan starts recording his thoughts on his computer like some sort of fucking weirdo. Because <laughs> he doesn't have, like, a tape recorder. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Brosnan is tired of waiting around to do his research. Then he hears a lawnmower. And now he's evolving a plan. <laughs> You're so proud of that note. Broston comes outside and asks Fahey if he likes to play games because he has one in his house. Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, this scenario could go a couple of bad ways. <laughs> the man's depressed and drinking a lot, and it's hot out, so... Fahey is immediately down, like he just gets up from the lawnmower, and then he's like, come on, we go or what? <laughs> yeah, dude, when you say video games, like, come on, let's let's do it, let's not beat around the bush. So he showed Fahey some shapes and having a match him with the ones on the bottom. And he gets them wrong the first couple times. But then the Law of Threes fit, he gets the third one right. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a stupid fucking game anyways. Anyways, if you thought that VR rig was stupid before, Vin, him and Last Action Hero Kid are laying down on some gamer chairs that look like motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, describe the video game they're playing. All right, so they're they're flying around a video game thing where it looks like I don't know, like teeth coming down from a castle or something, and the they, point seems to be to avoid them. Yeah, they're like racing each other through like weird, like mechanical, like canyons, and and like there's like a bunch of twists and mines and things, and it's like I don't know, it, it's so gaudy. <laughs> Yeah, this is like a movie that shows the limitations of my notes, because I'm like, it would probably take me like 20 minutes of pausing the screen to actually describe this. It's interesting. I mean, like, if people, I mean, depending on our listener base, if you grew up around the time that we grew up, if you've ever played, like, Star Fox, it's kind of like those kind of graphics. Yeah, pretty similar to that. Flying around polygons. Or if you ever played, like, the Jaguar. R.I.P. 
Eventually, Fahey crashes into some spikes. Then he seems shaken after the game. And Brosnan sends the kid upstairs to get a sandwich. And then Brosnan's like, hey, I have other games. <laughs> that is, he just sent him upstairs to get everyone a sandwich. <laughs> he's like, hey, kid, make me a sandwich. <laughs> and he's like, don't leave your fucking bike in my driveway. Because <laughs> he knows that'll get the kid moving quick. Hey, man. You learn from seeing, you know? <laughs> Anyways, Brosnan's like, I have other games, Fahey, even ones that could help make you smarter. And Fahey isn't sure, but Brosnan tells him that if he was smarter, then people wouldn't be able to take advantage of him. Somehow Fahey's like, yes, they do take advantage of me. And I'm like, where are you coming at? Yeah, <laughs> like mentally a, in this. As a character in his state, no, he would not recognize that. Yeah. Or it's, it's like necessarily understand that word when he's like, no, nah, shapes elude me. I, <laughs> I, that's that's the problem. I think is that the character flaw is they're picky choosy with the things that he does understand and doesn't understand. So it's like they can't seem to keep basically this movie on track. I would also argue if he's good machines, like arguably spatial uh, intelligence. Would probably be one of his stronger aspects, but no matter, Vin. True. And if anything, since if he's like hooking up a lawnmower, one would think he could match the shapes inside of it. Yeah, and also, if he's got like that kind of like intelligence to be able to construct like a beastly lawnmower that's like custom made, I'm pretty sure he would understand the intricacies of like a virtual reality thing. It'd be like, yeah, sure, this thing does this. Uh, maybe not that, but I don't know. It's inconsistent. Who cares? Let's move on. This mm -hmm. movie sucks. Stick around for the end. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Brosnan asks him if he can keep a secret, and the secret is Brosnan can make him smarter. We already discussed this, but here we are again. Yep. But only if he never tells anyone. And Vinny, at the Church of Angry Whispering, Fahey is up on the ladder telling Jesus all about his new smartening uh smartery the uh the smarteration <laughs> i wish that i could come up with one off the top of my head smart smart smartathon the smartering didn't you already <laughs> do that I one like smartering <laughs> <laughs> the smartering <laughs> all right back at browson's house face pronounced healthy that's good which I guess he did just by listening to his heartbeat, like, you're fine. Did that also Also, depression? my doctorate was honorary. <laughs> I was going to say, did that cure his depression, too? <laughs> I'll tell you what, the scotch Brosnan gave him is helping. <laughs> That's what's happening, is it's clouding his actual healthiness. He's like, keep drinking, it'll make you smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Brosnan loads up something to inject into Fahey and then Fahey gets loaded up into another VR chair and Fahey freaks out because it's too dark but Brosnan's like hold tight it'll get different in a moment or two that's not good yeah <laughs> it's not really something you want to hear someone say when they strap you up in something and it's dark I'm wondering how this conversation went with the chimp because I think it probably sounded more like Ah, 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 ah. And he's like, hold on, Chip, it'll get better. <laughs> then we see a map of his brain on Brosnan's TV, 
and Brosnan is fucking around with it. And then some cabal symbols keep coming at Fahey. And he freaks out at first. This is in the VR. And then he stares at them, mouth agape, as they pick up speed. Yeah, he's starting to see... I, I don't know, everything, I suppose. It's unlocking his brain. That's right, because Brosnan is telling his podcast listeners that he responded better than expected. Time to ramp up to more drugs. <laughs> And then someone also, emails it. check me out on Instagram. <laughs> someone emails it and says, Hey, man, I think you need to like settle down here. <laughs> Who's running these experiments? He replies at the start of his new episode. It's like, sounds like some of you have lost faith. <laughs> Anyways, Faye is mowing after and he tells Irish landscaper he's hungry. For okay. sex, Finn. Oh. He's chilling by a tree, eating a sandwich, when the neighbor that they are uh, mowing the lawn of starts scoping him out from her balcony, eating an apple so you know she's down to fuck. Oh, boy. <laughs> Context clues. Yeah. This is a lot like the scene in Mausoleum, Finn, except instead of the wine glass that's out there, it's this apple. <laughs> And she's uh, pausing to, like, eat this apple, like, I guess as suggestively as she can. Right, but he doesn't understand. Like, she's like, I gotta bite it into the shape of a dick, and then I'm gonna suck this apple dick. <laughs> I mean, I suppose if you just eat it into it's like a core, right? <laughs> no, Jake wants it to look just like a fucking dick after. <laughs> I'm a perfectionist, what can I say? Listen. Email in your pictures of turning an apple into a dick. He pauses to scope her out and she takes off. And then we get a montage of Brosnan saying he's doing good. And then we see him doing even better on the tests in the VR game. And he's racing the kid again. And Fahey manages to fly all the way to the end. Which the kid describes as sketch. Which from context clues is good, I guess. Yeah. Because in the 90s, they came up with a lot of weird fucking, like, words that don't really match. <laughs> yeah, this is like the time where they're like, bad means good, and sketch means, oh. <laughs> it's so fetch. Yeah, they made sketch happen, Vin. No, I said fetch. No, but I made sketch happen. <laughs> no, you didn't. Faye is looking at a picture of some cowboys in his shack, then admiring his newly jacked form. <laughs> I mean, I would too. I was looking at myself quite a bit after I dropped 22 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that came out of nowhere. It's an odd flex, I know. Don't worry, I gained it back. The priest comes in and gives him shit. Faye's like, you need to knock if you want to come in someone's house. And this shack is my house. I don't think there's plumbing in here. <laughs> I've been disbanded into the shack for forever because I'm a bad boy because I'm different. Ha, 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 ha. Oh. Dot, dot, dot. What do I do in the winter? (laughs) I have no blankets. The Lord doesn't give me blankets. Do I keep the lawnmower running for warmth? (laughs) That's probably a bad idea, because I'm sure the priest will get out into his shack with the lawnmower running, and he will be dead from asphyxiation. He's like, no, no, never mind. 
<laughs> oh, come on, Jake. We were rolling. No. That's going to make a joke I didn't like. I don't like it. I was going to say he was a normal guy before he slept in there with the lawnmower. All right, Vinny. He wants to buy some cowboy clothes. This is related somehow. Now make this a ranch. Okay. The priest raises the belt to hit Fahey, and then Fahey grabs his wrist, and he's like, you shouldn't hit people. The priest leaves scared, and Fahey repeats it to himself before getting a look at himself in the mirror again. <laughs> he's like, you should hit people. Now, Vinny, back at the shadowy lab, the agent is going over the research with Brosnan. Brosnan's like, look, it's doing great with the human subject. No violent attacks. And the Yet. agent... <laughs> The agent is impressed, but Brosnan wants to use the lab to finish his research. Now, Vinny, the next-door neighbor takes her car to the gas station and asks the gas station bully to check her fluids. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> Vaginal fluids, points down. Then <laughs> <laughs> she notices a hot ass in the side mirror. It's Fahey, Vin, in his new cowboy jeans. That is the lawnmower man's ass. She's like, do I know you? And he's like, yeah, it's me, the lawnmower man. You may have heard of my movie. And he's like, check my ass out on these jeans. It's like, I'm wearing starts... nothing at all. Nothing <laughs> yeah. at all. She starts, like, fucking twerking a little bit. She's like, well, I'm looking forward to having my lawn mowed soon. She's like... <laughs> And he's like, I just did it. You're going to have to wait like a week. <laughs> yep, good for you. <laughs> no further comment. I laughed. Let's continue. <laughs> uh, the Irish guy tells Fahey the neighbor wants to fuck him. The gas station attendant's like, this guy? You may look like a fool by dressing him up like that. This sweet, sweet ass. Get out! What am I saying? <laughs> It's like a tractor beam of sexiness. The Irish guy's like, the neighbor has been fucking a lot since her husband died. I assume she fucked him to death, man. Kind of like, what's her face from fucking Goldeneye? Zanya yeah. <laughs> on top or whatever. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Always enjoyed a tight squeeze. Now... <laughs> Hey, this offends the attendant. He's like, how dare you call her a whore? The Irish guy's like, whores get paid. She just likes fucking. Yeah, he's saying it so straight face too. You know, in his Irish way. <laughs> so, he throws the Irish guy down and then punches Fahey. I mean, we know why. He's gonna get killed later. Right. Fahey tells Brosnan later that people can tell that Fahey is changing. Brosnan's like, well... Don't say shit, and you better keep mowing those lawns. Starting with mine. <laughs> <laughs> They're driving up to the lab. And Faye wants to know why it's so far from town, and Boston's like, well, you know, top secret, which he doesn't know. <laughs> As he's mowing the lawn, and he's just like looking at him like, don't fucking say anything. <laughs> they go deeper into the main lab, which Faye is excited about because of all the VR gear here. Because Vinny, like Donatello, he does machines. <laughs> now, Brosnan is explaining... <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> you really are reaching in this episode. 
Sometimes I just entertain it myself and I write things down. <laughs> Brosnan is explaining the gyro chairs to Fahey, which is like those things the chip was spinning in. Yeah. Have you ever been into like a rig set up like that? No, I'm too large. <laughs> a thing like that fit it have to really be bolted in. <laughs> It'd take I'm... one revolution around and then start sparking and down I'd go. <laughs> They'd be like, outlandish. <laughs> we set the weight limit at a thousand pounds. <laughs> I heard ask you, did it at least feel kind of like you were flying? It's like, yeah, all three seconds. They're like, we had a grizzly bear in that thing last week. <laughs> I think maybe the bear loosened it up, assholes. <laughs> it shook the pins out of it. Anyways, the bear's in a VR helmet just shaking its head at me. <laughs> then it starts picking a lock, and I'm like, you better not let him out. The, bear, the bear's ready, man. <laughs> Brosnan ex- is explaining the gyro chairs to Fahey, which enables the VR person to move about freely and hook up to their endocrine system, which means <laughs> their glands. Sure. <laughs> Just making up shit at this point. I love when they just toss in science where it's like, I don't know, is that enough for you, you fucking ingrates? I think it's enough for the casual viewers, but for the smart brain ones, they're just like, that doesn't exist. Uh, it's whatever. <laughs> that's when they send the chimps in the movie theaters to guide them out of the fucking movie. <laughs> like, no sudden movements. <laughs> <laughs> So Brosnan gets hooked up and enters his little Tron world, tells the computer to change brave wave patterns. <laughs> In the VR world, Brosnan throws an electric charge at Faye's brain to stimulate brainstem. This is a hilarious visual representation. This is like a mini game of him like throwing lightning bolts at a giant brain. <laughs> be like, why would it just be like punching in a code? He's like, it works better if I throw it. <laughs> It's like I take a basketball and I got to drain a three right into his brain socket. Like, ho cha cha. Video. I recently saw a VR representation of shopping online for Walmart. And they're like, you could pick up the milk off the shelf, like in this virtual thing. And then if you need to put it back, it'll bring you back to the shelf to put it on there. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I want to recreate that? Why wouldn't I like. <laughs> if you want to make this fun, why can't I like toss this virtual milk at the floor yeah. and watch it explode? <laughs> and I think I know the answer because everyone would go into it. <laughs> just, just start tossing <laughs> Just to start tossing milk on the floor and they never buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is the greatest game ever. What's it called? Walmart. <laughs> but we just turned it into virtual food. People have been logged on an average of three hours a day, but they haven't bought anything. <laughs> and it's like, you have <laughs> you have to program in store clerks to try to guide people out of the store, but they never do. They just keep throwing more milk at them. Just a virtual assistant is like, please, sir. <laughs> Someone will slip and fall. (laughs) 
We did it. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is officially worth it. (laughs) Um, I suppose it's blue. (laughs) (laughs) Someone needs to hire me for Walmart marketing. I just had the greatest idea ever. (laughs) What's hilarious is... Before you even came up with that idea, my mind immediately went to, that would be awesome to just go to those stores and just immediately just start opening the shit and just dump it on the floor. (laughs) Just to have that kind of like sensation of being like, what would that be like? Just accidentally creating the world's greatest like break room. Well, unfortunately, that Walmart went out of business. <laughs> they couldn't keep up with stocking the place because people would immediately show up and just destroy the place. Someone at the Alabama headquarters is like, why do we keep getting requests to stock Fabergé eggs? Hell's <laughs> Walmart employees, they're terrified of bringing those eggs out of the floor because they just know that there's people waiting to just start throwing them <laughs> It's just a rash of people who aren't satisfied with the VR, so they start going to the stores to do it. <laughs> and you know it would be someone from Florida, too. Spent like 12 hours on the, on the Walmart virtual reality. Just said Florida man gets busted for spending two hours just smashing and breaking things at a local Walmart. Like milk smashing, no longer just for VR laughs. <laughs> Ah, oh, fuck, we gotta get back to the movie, huh? <laughs> anyway, Smitty, the agent watches from a distance as these assholes play VR all day. <laughs> <laughs> and Brosnan throws another charge at Fahey's brain, and it's more muddled VR mess going on. And then Fahey's mowing a lawn later without a shirt on because he's just smart enough to realize how jerked he is. <laughs> That's gotta be all those pulses that he's been Pierce Brosnan's that spark into his brain, you know, stimulated his body. The <laughs> uh, neighbor is up on the balcony with some lemonade, wearing a negligee. The now Irish it looks like mausoleum. Yep, and she's <laughs> like, "Why don't you come in and drink it? Drink this lemonade <laughs> straight from the cup." Because that's Ooh. how she likes to talk. The Irish landscaper's like, go ahead and fuck her, dummy. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, he's a cuck. He wants to watch. <laughs> he's like, that's actually me wife. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Upstairs, the neighbor is asking Faye if he's ever kissed a girl before. So they give it a shot, and then she says, and this is a direct quote, give me your tongue. <laughs> what is the fascination of this woman why the fuck this man i don't know Vin. this is like some species shit here for a second yeah because she's just like give me that tongue <laughs> then she puts his hand on her breast and then checks the old dipstick good to go <laughs> yeah she asks are you hard and he's like uh-huh <laughs> he's like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of muscles lately. (laughs) (laughs) Then we cut to them fucking, and he is doing ADR moaning. That's very off-putting. A little bit. And I'm surprised, in fact, that 
because this is his first time, it wasn't like, uh, 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 uh. It looks just clumsy enough. <laughs> the ADR moaning really throws me off because he's like thrusted away with his mouth not moving. And then there's moaning, which leads your brain to be like, there's another dude in there and he is loving this. <laughs> <laughs> they hired that one guy just to do the ADR moans. <laughs> He's like, fuck yeah. How much are you going to pay me? It's like, you get to just watch these two people fuck. Yeah, it's like inviting a couple in, but only the dude's moaning while you're doing it. <laughs> 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 I'm like wow he loves this that's just so disappointing yeah uh, Bronson is telling the agent about how great the results are I mean he's even fucking now <laughs> and the I mean the chip was too at the end sadly <laughs> and the agent wants to go public with this but Bronson wants to take more time now Fahey's down in the chair scanning some computer encyclopedia at a rapid speed absorbing all the info and then Fahey's driving the kid around later with his new CD player, but he keeps playing only a couple of seconds of songs and then changing them. Yeah, I hate people that are like that. He also is, like, not concerned with the song so much as he's like, this is blues and western. This is classical music. This is hip-hop. Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> then they almost crash and the kid's like who taught you how to drive and he's like I did the kid's like ha 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 ha, ha. wait <laughs> yeah smash and they break and uh <laughs> then the kid dies sadly anyways the kid wants to check out some comics but Fahey is he's done with all these childish things man, which is pretty insulting to people who read comics yeah man Listen, just because I gave up my comics doesn't mean that, like, I don't love comics. Yeah, what the fuck? And Vinny, in fact, he has a crate in his trunk that he's giving to the kid. Or maybe he he didn't want to go pick him up from his mom's house. (laughs) And then he starts grabbing his head. (laughs) Listen, that literally was it. I just didn't want to move him. It was a lot of boxes. (laughs) Yeah, I got a thousand comics. (laughs) comics because I was willing to drive to a place and put them in my car (laughs) after I moved myself out of my house into my new house I was so fed up with moving shit that I was like I don't want to come back for more boxes just get rid of them there's your lesson in life folks just be willing to grind a little I think he starts grabbing his head and writhing around scanner style and Vinny likes scanners, he can read everyone's thoughts now, and I'm pretty sure this person just watched scanners and then wrote this movie, in fact. Yeah, how the fuck can you do our boy Cronenberg dirty like that? Yeah, n- not great. Ooh. The kid comes back inside, and Faye takes off, and he tells Brosnan he was overwhelmed by hearing everyone's thoughts later. But Brosnan thinks it's amazing, because after the treatment stopped, his abilities keep growing. And he's not, like, in the least bit concerned at all about this. Yeah, uh, Brosnan casually mentions he thought his research would lead to telepathy, which is like, what? (laughs) I didn't know that that's what we were trying to achieve here. It's like, when was that on the table? (laughs) Even the chip was impressed, too, where he's just like, holy shit. (laughs) 
feel the power coursing through my veins. It's almost like I'm playing Goldeneye in N64. <laughs> but in reality... He's like, speaking of Goldeneye, Vinny, Brosnan says they'll figure this out later. Now the that, agent... What's that have to do with Goldeneye? He played James Bond in Goldeneye? No, I know that, but I mean, like... Speaking of Goldeneye, Vin, the agent is meeting with the shadowy board. <laughs> okay, now that makes sense. The board wants the agent to start guiding the research in a specific way. Go on, Hank. What specific way are we talking about? He's like, let's put the super soldier serum in the chip. And the agent's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Let's put the super soldier serum in Jeff Fahey. And the agent is like, didn't that make the chip crazy? And he's like, that's a chip. This will be different. It's a human. I mean, that's about how rigorous the scientific work is on this one. Yeah, well, ain't that apropos to, like, a company of somebody in a department that has absolutely no idea how the project actually works? Is like, I know better than you. Do what I say. He's like, in, I, in scientific experiments, and like, maybe I'm wrong about this, science was a while ago, you just keep introducing independent variables, right? But you don't tell the people testing it? Yeah, and then they're like, aren't you at least a bit concerned about the control? And they're like, what's the control? <laughs> like, I have all the control. That's why I'm telling you to do this. They're like, uh, yeah, okay, never mind. Okay. <laughs> They're like, you just do experiments by building it on nothing but a hypothesis, right? That's it. <laughs> if you're checking to see if this vaccination works for chicken pox, you also maybe punch him in the stomach to see what that does. <laughs> it's like, what's that do? It's just like, it's a wild card. You just throw that in there. Like a hundred out of a hundred times, it makes them upset. <laughs> At least we got that down. <laughs> We don't know if it's related to the vaccine or not, though. <laughs> it was, I think that Asian guy's going to have, like, PTSD, though, now. Every time he gets his chicken pox, he's like, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a backwards experiment, but... <laughs> the agent doesn't think that Brosnan will go for this, but the board member's like, whatever has to get it done. <laughs> And then Fahey is fucking the neighbor again later. And he wakes up afterwards and gets a flash of the VR, VR world with the symbols flying at him. But in real life! And the agent is pocketing the super soldier serum later. And then he reprograms the VR machine. And when Fahey and Brosnan are fucking around later, Fahey is overwhelmed almost immediately. And a warning starts going off. And the system shuts down and Fahey convulses in the gyrosphere. And Brosnan cuts him loose and strokes his head. And Fahey says, I felt God. They say he saw God. Maybe both. Probably he felt him, but then he saw him. <laughs> Maybe he saw him, but then he felt him, because he had a sweet, supple kiss. <laughs> I felt the Lord's sweet, supple kiss on my heart, bud. And then God said, give me your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Vinny Brosnan tells his podcast listeners later that he was pushing too hard. He wasn't thinking of Faye's health. And anyways, if you want to email him, you can reach him. <laughs> Did I, I play th God at gmail.com? <laughs> I thought you were just saying that it, 
You're like, I don't think we've ever considered the health of our own fucking listeners. Hey, folks, how you doing out there? That's on you. <laughs> and I don't mean Vinny, I mean you, the listener. <laughs> Faye's in a bathroom later and he starts moving around shit with his mind. He even squeezes out some toothpaste in a way I found kind of unnerving. What, just from the middle? <laughs> That's bad, too. But no, it was just like a close-up of the toothpaste coming out more and more. Oh. It's got to be some sort of innuendo, I'm sure. I, it looks like someone squeezing a poop out. But anyways, he watches the TV <laughs> later, and the neighbor starts stroking his chest. And he tells her he can read her mind. She has some strange fantasies. And oh. I guess, based on what's about to happen, like frog shit all over her house. <laughs> He's hooking her up to the gyrosphere. And he tells her that this will be the best ride of her life. Well, top two at least. It might be her last one, that's for sure. Hey, Vin, how do you sneak her onto the base? Who yeah, they cares? just kind of yada yada that one. <laughs> So we need this scene, and they're like, "How's it? We how are we gonna achieve it?" And they're like, "Stop asking stupid questions." And they're like, "Oh, I believe it will be done. Maybe we try this scene out. It doesn't matter if it makes sense." So I don't think that's how you're really supposed to construct a movie. You got to have like some sort of like plot line and that they punch to the stomach. <laughs> oh, did I just get my chicken pox vaccine? <laughs> He pulls the helmet down on her and then straps her in like a little kid riding a bike. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and then she's putting her tongue out like tongue time. Give me tongue. <laughs> she's checking out her VR body and then he materializes in next to her. They look they... like a vaporwave screensaver. <laughs> Speaking of which, they VR kiss and then her face melts into his face and they're spinning around and kind of melding into each other. And then, if anything, they kind of form a, like a dragonfly. Yeah, dude, this is how they fucking VR, which I assume is basically how it was supposed to work in uh, Demolition Man. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know where the idea for this comes from, other than, like, you know when you see two dragonflies on top of each other? They were like, so, like, one dragonfly is just two people fucking, so... <laughs> Two dragonflies is at least four people. And I forgot to mention that fucking heroin is a hell of a drug. I guess so. Finny, they break apart again, but then she gets stuck in some goo. Yeah, and he's just like, this is a secret place for uh, only my thoughts. And she's just like, don't like it. And she's like, he says, oh, that's just from our primal mind. And then he reforms. Or that's just his goo. Well, <laughs> then he reforms into a weird frog-looking thing and then shoots a tongue at her, and she moans sadly. <laughs> yeah, because he's just like, wait, I gotta show you something. He transforms, and he's, uh, he don't look sexy no more. He's not like like some weird Pepsi man-looking guy. Now he's just like, he looks like Birdo, except more horrifying. What's a Birdo, precious? <laughs> Birdo from Mario 2? You know the the pink dinosaur that shoots eggs? Nah, I think he looks more like a frog, because he's shooting the tongue at her, too. 
Is it? Is he shooting a tug or is he just shooting pixelated blood at her? No, it's a tug. Okay. It's a frog tug. <laughs> All right. And she moans sadly and then stops moving in the machine. Then he hops down out of his gyrosphere and unhooks her. Then he apologizes and says, Oh, no, sorry, baby, that man's gone. <laughs> and then he says, Prostin told me nothing bad could happen in there. He fucked me like that frog a billion times. <laughs> he told me to bend over and turn into that frog and shot that tongue in my butt all, all night. You don't want to know what he did when he was the Gila monster. <laughs> And then he, later, the lawnmower is going on its own, like the one I want to buy, but my wife won't let me. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> and Faye is driving it with his mind from the balcony as the neighbor laughs insanely from the bed. And Faye, he looks all bloodshot and voiceovers, What did Brosnan do to me? I need to find out. <laughs> and Brosnan is telling the agent again that he can't go to Washington tomorrow. So there's still some issues to work out. And Fahey is staring dramatically when Brosnan enters the lab later. That way he sits down and closes his eyes and shows Brosnan he can lift the chair with telekinesis. And the agent watches from upstairs like, oh, that's a good soldier. <laughs> He's like, that's a perfect. Put a seal on it. Now Brosnan tells Fahey he needs to run some tests to get a clearer picture. And Brosnan's like, this is all new. Fahey's like, no, these are old powers. You're just reawakening them. Like the wizards of old. What? <laughs> Brosnan's like, um, well, yeah, we gotta go slow, though. And Fahey's like, can't you tell I'm way past you? You do what I say. The experiments continue. So Brosnan is telling his podcast listeners, lady, that Fahey is kind of right but also seems evil and crazy now. <laughs> so, you know, email in for questions. Uh, <laughs> should we continue the process or should we end it? <laughs> Someone called 911 on that. Comment on our Twitter page, hashtag kill or hashtag let him live. <laughs> yeah, he goes to Washington to give his report to a board Dean Norris who literally doesn't listen to him and then tells some other guy <laughs> to be like, hey, what happened after they gave him the super soldier serum? And the agent pipes in like, uh, we haven't had enough time to study that. And Prostit's like, oh, you fucks. I lost two good chips to that sauce. Yeah, he really still misses those chips. What happened to the first one, I wonder? <laughs> he just bled to death when he couldn't pick the <laughs> lock fin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Brosnan storms out and Norris tells another agent to track him to his hotel. Now back at the lab, Faye is broken in and administered himself some drugs and plugs himself into the VR machine. Some. You say some. He fucking, like, he shot himself up with, like, five bottles and, like, his mouth is open. I assume that he's probably got, like, massive cotton mouth now. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be about the way of it. Now, Vinny, the agent finds Brosnan shirtless, wet, and smoking in his hotel room. Yeah, just like how we like our Pierce Brosnans. And he tells Brosnan they're taking Faye in, and Brosnan is too important to leave the project. And as they're talking, Brosnan notices a bunch of agents getting out in front of the hotel, so he punches out the agent and flees. 
And he's about to make his escape out the front, but a helpful receptionist is like, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan, you forgot to get your messages. The messages are, stay put, shadowy board. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, duly noted. So he's like running around the back hallways of this hotel then, and then one of the agents corners him. But then Brosnan grabs a champagne bottle from a passing waiter, then whomps him with it, knocking him out. Shatters, too. Which I, I enjoy a movie where you, if you were to take a real champagne bottle and whack someone upside the head with it, it wouldn't break. you just hear the thunk. Yeah, he's not like a boat mast in his skull fin. <laughs> his skull would definitely break before that champagne bottle did. So, he takes a machine gun off the agent who's passed out and probably dead. Then he hands it to the waiter and he's like, cover him. <laughs> Which the he's... waiter does kind of shakily. It's maybe the best part of the movie. It's pretty good, except that guy is most definitely dead. Now, at the lab, Fee takes off his VR helmet and his eyes are all crazy now. And then the priest wakes up in the middle of the night and hears someone whispering. I mean, it's that kind of church. It's Fahey upstairs, and he has his VR suit on. Fahey tells the priest he came here for his confession. Uh-oh. And Fahey looks all grody and sweaty. The priest is like, the devil has taken you. And then Fahey's VR suit has blue lights on it that start going on. Yeah, now he's looking like Iron Man, powering up. And then Fahey holds his head... And lights the priest on fire with his mind. He like scanners. Yeah, and then the priest <laughs> waves like wacky waving inflatable arm too bad for a minute or so, and then dies tragically. The fire doesn't even look like real fire. It looks like pixelated VR fire. <laughs> yeah, it's like computer graphics that are hilarious. Yeah, the payoff on the priest dying, pretty good. <laughs> I mean, we previously did Alien 3, which is around this time for VR or uh, digital effects, so kind of par for the course for the moment. Kind of. This era of, like, graphics are pretty terrible. <laughs> like, maybe should have spent the extra time and just lit a stunt guy on fire, like our forefathers did. <laughs> what would Tom Savini say? Like, honestly. Now, Vinny, the gas station attendant is turning the lights off at the shop later. He lights up a cigarette and sees Faye standing in the shadows with his lawnmower. And the gas attendant's like, I'm too tired for this lawnmower man-style nonsense. But Vinny, the pump starts shaking next to him, and the nozzle comes out and hits the attendant. Then it curls him around him like a snake and squeezes him to the pump. And we see a VR face reflected in his eyes. Yeah, it's weird. With like a lawnmower mouth. And then uh, Fahey's like, I'm a lawnmower, man. I eat your brain. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah, it's literally like his face, like his up, his jaw disappears. And it's just like lawnmower blades like below him as it like goes over like the dude's brain where it's like, oh, just trimming the top, I see. Yeah, it's just eating like a pixelated brain. And then the gas station attendant is like, unfortunately, by the rules of VR, I'm dead now. Yeah, it's like, my brain is fried, man. You got me. You did it. And Vinny, back in the neighborhood, the kid just got whomped by his dad. And his mom's like, well, he's sick. Here's how <laughs> sick he is, Vin. 
He's watching some early 1990s WWF. He says WrestleMania, but do you can you tell what uh, he was watching? I think it was uh, the Saturday morning show because Vince McMahon was on it with Rowdy Piper. They were talking about someone going to WrestleMania. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Now, outside Faye, he has his suit glow up, and the mom and the son go to sleep. These are part of his powers now for some reason. <laughs> Why question it? Yep. The dad looks around quizzically as a lawnmower starts up, and then the lawnmower bursts through the door and starts tearing up the carpet. <laughs> tearing <laughs> everything up. The carpet, the table. <laughs> yeah, it chews up the couch, and the dad tries to escape out the back door, but the lawnmower flies at him. I love that, like, he's basically, like, the lawnmower is part of him, too, so he's just like, nope, that's, like, the main crux of, like, my weapons here. Although, he just lit a fucking dude on fire, so it's like, he's capable of doing amazing things, and he's like, I'm gonna end this man with the lawnmower. He's like, you know, like lawnmowers do, lighting people on fire. I assume that that's basically what happens to me after I fill my lawnmower up and pour fucking gasoline on myself. There's got to be at least one guy who's lit himself on fire gassing up his lawnmower. (laughs) All right, so Brosnan drives into town, finds some cops in an ambulance on his street, and the cop from Frighteners is out back, and Brosnan's like, what's going on? He's like, what a mess, what a mess. And Brosnan's like, hey, is the little kid okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, the kid's okay, but the dad is. And then another cop interrupts him to be like, hey, where's the body? And he's like, some of it's in the birdbath. <laughs> so he played around with the dead body, too. What a sick motherfucker. Vinny, apparently this cop and the line about the birdbath are the only thing they kept from the Stephen King story. Really? Yep. Okay, then. <laughs> Then he tells Brosnan about all the various murders in the town. Now the neighbor lady is walking around laughing her ass off, but in a crazy way. (laughs) As opposed to the other neighbor that just spends most of his days walking around laughing. He's just thinking about Betty Hill sketches he loves. In the distance... (laughs) I do enjoy some Betty Hill sketches from time to time. Hard disagree. In the distance, Faye stares at them. It creeps about a little, and then the cops are suddenly placid and like, well, accidents happen. And Brosnan's like, you said it was murder. And they're like, yeah, until a lawnmower guy changed my brain. <laughs> and he's like, what'd you say? And it's like, I don't know. I'm just saying words. <laughs> like, big boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Access denied. Anyways, the kid runs out and hugs Brosnan, which I'm like, I don't know. When did they get this close? Yeah, what? And the mom, too. And then Fahey fades into the distance. And Fahey is chilling in Brosnan's VR chair, getting his fix. He's watching an older version of himself walking through some grass in the VR. Ah, simple Jack. Pretty much. Brosnan runs downstairs and finds him seizing in the chair. And Brosnan looks in the glasses and finds Fahey in 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 the goggles talking to him, saying, I gave myself a boost. Faye, he's like, listen. Oh, in in real life now, he's like, why are you trying to create monsters to pierce Brosnan? And Brosnan's like, what are you talking about? I just knew they would have telepathy. 
<laughs> he's like, listen, I just wanted to get people into VR, man. And it's like really hard. And like, I can't give people really like the tell of what actually happens when you get like absorbed into VR. Yeah. And like, who could predict a chimp that could read minds would be violent? And Faye's like, I studied, man. And chimps will rip apart <laughs> neighboring chimps and then eat them if they get too close. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan's like, huh. Probably should have done some research before I chose chimps then. As that chip, that's how that other one actually died. He like tele- telepathically tore that chip's arms off and beat him to death with them. <laughs> if he is excited about the potential for VR, never imagining in 30 years commercials where models beg you to consider they can do more than video games. I, I feel like we're living in that time period now. That's right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Faye plans on entering the neural net. Sure, more words. Metaverse. I guess transcending his body forever. Kind of like uh, Lucy or what's the other one where Scarlett Johansson does that? Her? Ultraviolet? No, it is her. You're right. Oh, yeah, it is her. That movie's awesome. (laughs) Did I move you? All right, Fanny Brosnan tells... Brosnan tries to tell him he's had a psychotic break, so Faye grabs his head and starts squeezing Brosnan's head telepathically. And Brosnan is trying to hide something from Faye, so Faye makes him slap his glasses off. <laughs> Faye is slapping yourself. Is slap, slap, slap. Yeah, he's slapping himself for disrespecting him. Uh, Faye, he decides the agents are coming for him, and Brosnan has betrayed him. Faye shoots out a bunch of ropes to tie up Brosnan. Yeah, Vinny, the agents are in town, and Dean Norris is like, I want to watch out of the TV, so, like, make sure the camera's on. <laughs> yeah, Brosnan is hooked up to a VR helmet so they can see outside for some reason. I-, I don't really get the mechanics of this. I don't either. I'm kind of lost. Yeah, and then fa- he kind of phases out onto the lawn as a giant head. <laughs> and the agents keep shooting at his ghost head, but then nothing happens. And then one of them gets broken into a bunch of little pieces and shoots off. And the other agent breaks into a bunch of pieces too. So he just tries to rip his suit off, but it's just organs underneath. <laughs> Fucking what? Yep. And his little pieces start swirling around and shoot off into space. And Norris looks shocked. The Faye tells Brosnan that by 2001, everyone's going to be hooked into this metaverse. Dude, not even by 2025, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's there's still, like, things that they're working out. An Irish landscaper wakes up drunk in his truck and then starts backing away from the church. And Norris is telling the main agent that Brosnan has developed some sort of super weapon, and the agent needs to take it, and all the research as well. And the landscaper pulls over and Faye gets in, and he's like, Oh, there you are, I've missed you, buddy. Except uh, more Irish, so... Oh, there you are. I've missed you, buddy. Yeah, like, I don't understand, like... This movie's, like... Took it, like, a weird fucking aggressive turn where it's just like, oh, and here's the Irish guy. Yeah. Just in time. Gets even dumber than that in a second, Vinny. The mom pulls up for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Then the kid jumps out of the car and cries out for Fahey. And then the kid goes to Brosnan's house where Brosnan is still tied up in the basement... 
and uh, Brasted shouts out for the kid. And at the secret lab, some guards are out front, and the gate starts opening on its own. And from his home, Brosnan hacks into the mainframe, which is always great in a 90s movie. And then it starts overriding a scientist at the lab, because Brosnan has put some virus on the computer to isolate it, so only he can operate it and nothing can escape. You get it. Sure. I vaguely know about computers. Yeah, this is also like more scanner stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Brosnan opens up his car, but Faye's melted his battery with his mind and the steering wheel of the agent's van as well. But he did leave behind explosives, Finn. That's nice of him. He's like, let's make a game of it. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, like, he's just having fun with it, so. Now, outside, a bunch of guards gather, but they grab their heads as they hear the virtual buzzing of so many virtual bees. It's hard to tell. It just looks like mustard gas. Until one of them, like, forms into a giant bee. But we'll get there in a second. Yeah. Uh, the landscaper pulls up and some digital lights flash at the guards. And the landscaper swerves through them and drives up to the lab. And the guards all shoot at the virtual bees, but to no effect. And a giant one comes out and starts swinging at them with its wings. <laughs> Which so is... They... <laughs> that's not how bees attack. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Finn. <laughs> they kept getting notes that when he started thrusting with his stinger, it looked like, and I quote from the executive, the bees were trying to fuck him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The landscaper parks and Faye's like, I gotta take off now. Then a guard shoots into the truck and kept clips the landscaper killing him. And that's it, he's dead. Yeah. Thanks he for just, driving me here, man. Yeah, because then he's just like, Ugh. and that was it. Now, Faye shouts and grabs his head, and the guy turns the gun on himself and kills him. And <laughs> kills himself. I guess the chip's like, man, it could have been that easy. <laughs> chip's like, fuck, I had to do my own dirty work. <laughs> I actually pulled my finger a little when I did that trigger. <laughs> Anyways, the agent is in the boardroom, and Faye comes in and bursts the sweet, sweet discs of research. And then he phases the agent to a bunch of pieces. It's kind of his go-to move now. Yeah, he basically, like, turns them into a bunch of, like, balls. And the mom drops Brosnan off at the lab, and he's like, Hey, mom and kid, take off. The kid wants to help find Faye. And the mom gets down the street and parks anyway. What a fool! Yeah, she parks down the street, pulls over, takes a nap. We're not there yet, but yes, that is what happens almost immediately. <laughs> uh, Vinny Faye straps himself into the gyrosphere and fires it up. Brosnan goes into the building and finds the agent facing in and out of his tiny little pieces like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's almost like, like Thanos like, snapped the fucking glove and it's like, basically turned him into like some fucking, like, you know, balls the video game yeah he starts swirling around like a fucking tornado too. <laughs> now Vinny Faye is in the VR world now and he's getting sucked into some black hole thing then he turns into an angry VR Faye yeah he's this is his final form yeah this is like the lawnmower man I know and let's not say love <laughs> now Brosnan accesses the computer and Faye tries to find some port out of there 
electronically, but Brosnan has already blocked them. Ugh. Brosnan take. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sick of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Brosnan takes the uh, helmet off of uh, Fahey and finds that he, he just has a mannequin head now, so. <laughs> yeah, he is basically fully committed into the metaverse now. Yes, he has left his physical form behind. Uh, the mom is falling asleep in the car. You got it, Finn. Because <laughs> what's fun to do when they're not a part of the action? It's like, I guess I'm just going to take a nap here. She's like, time for a little bit of... <laughs> <laughs> so the kid is running up towards the lab. Uh, Broston is fucking with the computer, but he could hear Faye complaining about not having a way out from inside of it. And then Broston gets in, and he has his own stupid VR form. And they argue, and Fahey VR says, your naive idiocy is making me angry, which is a line that did make me laugh. Yeah, then he that's... slaps him aside. <laughs> uh, then he pins Brosnan VR on a VR cross and tells him that he's a god here, but also, you'll be a god, because I would crucify. But if I was the god, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's not adding up. Oh, no, I'm stupid. <laughs> Faye asks him what he's hiding, and Brosnan's like, I brought bombs, dude. <laughs> and Faye tries to phase out, but he can't do anything in the physical world anymore, so he shoots laser beams at Brosnan out of his eyes. Sure. Yeah, we all get frustrated. <laughs> Faye says, well, we're down to one last game. Either I die in here or find my way out. All right, the kid runs in while they're having the argument, and the bomb keeps counting down. And Brosnan tells Fahey not to sacrifice the boy, because he's going to die. And Fahey looks all anguished, and does big arms like, Oh, what was me? What was virtual me? <laughs> if I had a physical form, I would probably have emotion. Now, he frees Brosnan from the cross and tells Brosnan to save the kid. And then Fahey drops into a VR abyss. Brosnan unhooks himself and runs out of there and the mom wakes up in the car like oh whoopsie daisy <laughs> so you said that that Fahey drops into like the abyss like his attempt is to try to escape more or less the uh, it's like I don't know the, the subspace that he is in he's trying right, he's looking for a port out yeah he's trying to phase himself completely out of like the subspace and become infinite yeah, like I said, like Lucy or like at the end of her. Right. So he phases out. Well, he's not there yet, Vid. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to hurry up along. The mom wakes up in the car like, oh, whoopsie daisy, you started us back, Vid. The kid is in some random hall shouting, I'm lost. <laughs> Brosnan runs up, but the door is locked. And then Fahey phases into the lock to unlock it. But he's keep trying to find his way out. It's like, access denied, access denied. But he's doing it, like, over and over again. Yeah. And the timer gets to zero, and the building starts blowing up. And Brosnan and the kid run down a hall away from a giant fireball. And they hop out of the building. And Fahey finally finds an access point and disappears out of it as the building blows up. And Brosnan does one last podcast episode, you know, for the listeners. To tell people he's not going to let Fahey's death deter him. He's got more work to do. What an ass. 
<laughs> He's like, I got plenty more chips where that came from. <laughs> then he logs off, and the mom and son are ready to go underground with him. Sure. <laughs> the phone rings as they're about to leave, and then all the phones ring in the world. It's the lawnmower man. You get it. Right. It's over. Did you mention that that was like on his evil speech where he said that the end of the world will be me appearing on everybody's phone at the same time? No, it was too boring a speech to recount. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand it, but that's that's why all the fucking phones went off. He's like, there's nothing more evil than phones ringing. He's not and then wrong. maybe they ask you about your car's warranty. Are you saying that we're living in Lawnmower Man right now? Yeah, that's just him pretending. <laughs> he's been with us all this time. Yeah, he has a South Asian accent. And he's like, it's me, Chuck, in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Vinny, uh, you selected the movie. It falls on you to ask me the eternal question. Please proceed. Uh, Jake, did I scare you? No. no, this movie was dumb as hell. I did not like it. It wasn't even that fun. No, the only fun part was definitely that fucking chip and his like adventure in the beginning. I would absolutely 100% watch a movie about a RoboCop chimp that's a soldier. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe we should just write that thing. How do we know that movie doesn't exist already? Well... As long as we don't know it exists, it's plausible deniability, Vin. I guess uh, so. Did it scare you? No. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, what'd you think of it? Uh, I don't know. Like, I just, like, the concept is, like, it's interesting, but they absolutely did not execute it well. No. No. I mean, I mean like, like, I... Even, like, at the end, when he's his final form as, like, the lawnmower man, I'm like, this is, like, this is shit, man. Like, fucking the, the final boss in Star Fox is, like, more terrified than that. And that thing's just a fucking pixelated face. With, like, Isn't that no a chip face? It's, in the first, like, original one, it's just a, a fucking, just a pixelated face. It's not even a chimp face. Okay, I don't know where I got that idea. From Anyways, the N64 one. Oh, okay. All right, Vinny, uh, if you were any character in this movie, who would you be? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I guess I'd be that fucking chip because, man, if I had, like, you know, these sentient powers, it'd be like, fucking be like, well, the access into more powers is to, like, get into more VR. I'd do anything to get back in that fucking chair. I thought you were saying because you were going to find any way you could out of here. I mean, that too. Yeah. I feel like I've done that. Lawnmower, man. I gotta kill the guard to get out. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll claw my way out of this cage if I had to. I'll fucking take those arms off that other chip and beat my way out of here. Alright. I think I'd be the horny neighbor, Vin, because my double entendres are also obvious and uncomfortable. Kinda. <laughs> Alright, check out this dipstick, Vin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Alright, Vin, what's your gifable moment? 
Oh man, I mean, the the fucking. Ch- <laughs> let's both agree the chip shooting the security guard is the one, but let's pick an, an additional one each, Finn. All right, you pick first. Okay. I should have thought about this before. It's uh, it's got to be Pierce Brosnan slapping his glasses off. That is pretty good. That's not a bad What's one. it for, Vin? Uh, maybe to say, like, you're overthinking something. I guess so. I, <laughs> I like the lawnmower breaking into the house. <laughs> I think that would be a good gift where it's like my... <laughs> As if, like, you know, my, my lawnmower is telling me it's time to mow the lawn. <laughs> like, yeah. Grass is getting a little long. <laughs> hey, hey, Finn. Use me. I need to be used. <laughs> Give me your tongue. Why is my That's lawnmower probably a like, showing its gonna... tongue? <laughs> That's what's going to stick with me most after this movie. It's just the give me your tongue. Yeah, give me your tongue. You know what? That's the gift right there. Give me your tongue. <laughs> oh, man. What a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, Vinny, is there anything else you want to say about Lawnmower Man? God, no. I'm glad we're done with it. It bored the shit out of me. I guess we got to the end, and I didn't even mention that Jeff Fahey... I know mostly as the uh, the pilot on Lost, but the good pilot towards the later seasons. Oh. Not the one that crashed them there. That one's dead. Yeah, no. When they go back to the island, he lands the plane. He's like, because I'm not a shitty pilot. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the people at Lost are like, I didn't know that was possible. They're like, you mean he was just bad at being a pilot? <laughs> He's like, you heard it here first, folks. He sucks. <laughs> Oceanic is known for their shitty pilots. Um, all right, Vinny, did we get any mail this week? We didn't, but we did get we did get like a, a little small conversation from our buddy Tim on our Instagram. Okay. Uh, <laughs> after like the squabbles of letting him know about like the things that we had to go through with the thing episode, he said he thought that he was going to be disappointed, but in fact, he was incredibly excited for that episode. So we just appreciate you folks for uh, sticking with us and listening in on these episodes. You don't know the kind of work we put in. So any like appreciation is nice. He also said, not the best Tom DeLong impression, but the point was made. Hmm. Well, like fire, <laughs> you kill me. There you go, Jake. Flex it out. Show him that you get you have a good Tom DeLong. <laughs> Well, he, he indisputably says fire like that. <laughs> I don't think I can get nasally enough. I have a deviated septum. I just can't do it. <laughs> so you gotta speak through the nostrils, man. Yeah, I can't get that much air through them is the problem. <laughs> you burn me! 
Forever and ever. Uh, That's why I actually are taking me on a carousel. <laughs> Breathing deep. No wait, that's a that's a Blink song. I don't know. Here I am standing on my own. (laughs) Not a motion from the telephone. Let's stop this, Finn. Thank you for writing us, Tim. I'm glad you liked the uh, thing episode. I can't tell what you're saying there. Because excited by it could seem like, oh, I can't wait to listen to it and it could still be bad. But do you mean he liked it? Yes. He said that he thought that it was going to be like a letdown because I told him about like how much work we put into it. He said, but it, it did not disappoint. It was a good episode. Okay, yes. For those of you who haven't listened to that episode, yes, we had to re-record three, both halves of the thing. Three fucking times. That's not I mean, we had to re-record the first half, there was a section in the middle that stayed true, and then we had to re-record the end. Yeah, because you didn't fucking hit record. I did hit record. It was just on pause, so <laughs> hitting record didn't do anything. Listen, this is like an inside shit yeah, don't... For, for anybody who's trying to podcast, where it's like, they just don't do what we did. Then he just keeps breaking it up because he's mad about having to edit it. Yeah, asshole, you're not doing that. All right, I mean, you don't take the notes. Let's not fight, Finn. Let's not fight in front of the kids. All right, well... We reached the end of the episode, so what comes next? Uh, Well, Vinny, firstly, would you tell people where they could reach us if they wanted to email us? Sure, you can uh, email us and be read on the podcast. Uh, a like, bunch of, like, some of our listeners have. Uh, by doing that, you email us at disbypod at gmail.com. That's disbypod at gmail.com. And Vin, if instead they wanted to reach us on Instagram or Twitter, our Instagram is Did I Scare You Pod one word, and Twitter is Disy Pod. And please write us in as if you are asking Pierce Brosnan a question about his podcast. <laughs> How many chips did you go through to get to <laughs> that one? <laughs> <laughs> Too many. <laughs> uh, all right, Vinny. It's time for us to tell the folks what movie we will be watching next week. Normally, it would be me that's selecting it, but next week will be a special episode. We are having back on as a guest, John Clapp, my friend, who was on previously for our Day of the Triffids episode, our Creep episode, and also uh, Terrifier. Terrifier. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't remember the name of the movie. I remembered what it was. All excellent movies. Well, what? Episodes. <laughs> episodes. All excellent Good episodes. episodes. <laughs> okay, so John has selected the movie for next week. And Vinny, we will be watching the David Cronenberg 1980s classic, The Fly. Oh, boy. Yep. It's going to get pretty, pretty gross here. Yeah, but we're all stands of. Uh... Of our boy Cronenberg here. like Yeah, I can't wait to see how mad he gets at his ex-wife in this one. <laughs> I... Sneak or peek. psychologist. <laughs> yeah, maybe psychologist. <laughs> I don't think he's got really ex-wives to be angry at this one. I'm pretty sure. Well, we'll see. Vinny, have you ever seen The Fly before? Oh, yeah. 
Okay, not not this guy. Not that fly. I've seen the Vincent Price one. You haven't seen Oh, you haven't seen this one with Jeff Goldblum? No, no. You've never seen this movie. You can repeat it as many times as you want. It will always be true. I, I, you know, it's it's hilarious because I just know the people on the other end, our listeners, are having a collective like <laughs> we're kind of like having a shitty eating grin of being like, oh boy, you're in for some fucking shit, man. <laughs> I know I've seen images from the fly. Let's put it that way, Vin. So I know the vague outline of what we're in for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything else. Uh, let's just wait for the episode. Okay. All right. And uh, that's going to pretty much do it for us this week. A thank you as always to rebel escape pod for letting us use their song monster for our intro and outro. Check them out on Spotify. You have been listening to Did I Scare You? And I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. No, I'm his co-host, and America's littlest brother, Vin. And hey, thanks for the ride, lady. How you doing, lady? Thanks. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride, lady. Yeah.